Hi, my name is Malcolm Travers, and welcome to Jimmy and the Brain. This is episode four, entitled The Big Questions. And in this episode, we try to tackle God, religion, the origins of man, the age of the universe, pretty much the biggest questions. Uh, please rate us on iTunes, give us uh, five-star reviews, and make sure to visit jimmyandthebrain.com, where you'll find more about the show and find out how you can contact us. So when Jimmy came to me and asked about a topic on God and the Earth, I wasn't exactly sure what he had in mind. But as it turns out, it was a conversation about the origins of life, of people on Earth, of, I guess, the ontological argument of the existence of God, which I was just not expecting. Um, so yeah, Jimmy still has the ability to surprise me with the things he wants to talk about. And um, for me, religion has always been a topic I, I have struggled with and enjoy talking about. So um, I, I, of course, found it incredibly difficult to put this episode together. Um, it's actually a series of conversations from three different recordings that um, have been stitched together. And it's mainly because when we start talking about God and religion, it seems like our attention goes to something else and we have to bring it back to the central point. And the diversions that we had from the conversation on religion were excellent. And many of those conversations will be used in future episodes. But um, for this one, I just wanted to keep it to the bigger questions because, I mean, even in this conversation about religion, it diverts a little bit. Uh, along the way. And I hope that you enjoy this episode because I found it. I found it great. Um, I always enjoy talking about it. So starting off in this episode, I just, Jimmy introduces the topic and we're speaking with his brother over Skype and there'll be some background noise because he's actually in a shopping center at the time. But um, it's just a, a casual conversation about religion and uh, why he wanted to discuss it. Um, so here we go. The reason why I would talk about religion in the earth is because, you know, we got all these different religions out here. Mm -hmm. And it's like a lot of people will be what they call uh, atheists. Mm -hmm. How how don't you believe in God? I can't make nobody believe in God, but I'm just saying, yeah. how don't you believe in God? And nobody can explain how God here. Yeah. You know, and, then, and the reason why I would talk about the earth is actually the dual religion because Nobody can explain how we got here. Nobody can explain how we're on a floating rock going a thousand miles per hour. Can't nobody feel it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, so, I'm game for it because um, so, so that's that's why I wanted to. It's actually it's actually all in one. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. I just want that. That's the reason why I wanted to do the religion in the earth because it's like I said, it's actually one subject. But right, it's all in one. That's why. Yeah, I can do that. And then, like my brother, he is—it's cool. He called in because he actually believe in God, but don't believe in religion. Yeah. Do you believe in God? I'm on the fence. I'd say I'm a, you know, agnostic. I've called myself atheist before, but that requires a certain amount of, uh, you know, certainty. Uh, so I'm uh, I'm I'm on the fence. The way I say it is. Um, you know. Uh, I've I've gotten into a lot of discussions with people about, you know, religion and, and uh atheism. I try to I typically try to, to keep my opinion to myself because it it bothers a lot of people who are definitely like super faithful and I never know like if I 
you know, like if I'm having a conversation with someone about it and it's really, really important to them and they get super offended. I'm like, I, I didn't mean, I don't want to have this deep ass <laughs> conversation. I'm just saying like what I feel and what I think. And so, um, right. Can't have a penny for a damn thing now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just having this cool, chill conversation and now all of a sudden I need to save your soul. I'm like, uh, no, thanks. <laughs> just, like, like, and that's what killed me. And that's what killed me about religion because, you know, I feel people, a lot of people try to force religion on you yeah. instead of letting you like choose for yourself. And that's like my biggest problem with it because you're not going to make me be a Christian. You're not going to make me be a Muslim. You're not going to make me be like Muslim. Like, you're not going to make me be none of that. Yeah. I'm going to be what I want to be. And if I want to like, if I want to like travel out and find out more about religions i'm gonna do that on my own time but you're not gonna force it on me yeah and i think my my biggest one is those who um don't want to examine their beliefs you know like any sort of questioning or um you know examination of what they believe is almost heresy itself you know and i i feel like if it's true then why are you afraid to examine it you know why you can't have a conversation about even just to say the possibility that what you believe is wrong is a sin or something like that. I feel is, is a problem. I think we should all be willing to be wrong. You know, (laughs) I'm willing to say I'm wrong. Like, that's why I say I'm agnostic. Like I could be wrong. (laughs) You know, if I'm proven wrong, I'm I'm glad I will gladly get on board. You know, like I, I actually identify more with that because I feel like I feel more agnostic also because, you know, you can't really prove to me that God exists, but you can't you cannot prove to me that God don't exist. Right. Like like I uh, I got into a heated debate with one of my girlfriend's uh, friends about the whole religion thing. And, you know, I even was doing a book report in my when I was going to college and I asked people, why do they believe in God? And almost every single answer I got out of like 10 people I asked, they said they believe in God because the Bible says they have to. The right. Bible is a man-made right. book. So, you know, you yeah. won't believe a book, but you don't want to go out and like actually get answers for what you believe in because a book tells you that you have to believe in them. That don't make no sense to me. Right. But I think what you were saying, Jimmy, does make sense in that you were saying how why someone would want to believe in God is like you know, the earth, the universe itself is so complex and so great that it doesn't make sense that it just came out of nothing, you know. And as much as people talk about, um, you know, different arguments, that probably is the strongest argument that, you know, that the earth and the universe and people and everything is so complex than how, you know, it looks designed, you know. Um, There are... There are decent scientific explanations for it, but none of them are satisfying to people. I think on a deeper level, I don't know if people are satisfied by those, which is why religion is still there, why belief exists like that. I don't say that I believe the whole Bible, you know what I'm saying? I I just don't... To me, it's like this. I believe that there's a God, and I'm not sure that the God that I believe in is the God, you know what I'm saying, who is God. But I, I say, like, I believe in the creator because, mm. you know, 
like how they how they try to say the scientific they say well we came from apes if we came from apes why are people still not coming from apes so well, it is like a it's a process so slow that you couldn't see it over one person's lifetime i think even in ten thousand years you wouldn't see it um like in all of recorded human history you know animals and you know such haven't really evolved that much um and it, it is so large like you're talking billions of years right thousands of millions of years um and so yeah no one person can see it but it's slow enough it's kind of um you know like a uh the hour hand on a clock you know it's moving but you can't see it moving because it's moving so slow you know but there was a you know we have a common ancestor because you can actually prove this through like dna right um you can look through dna and see what what animals we're related to um, but they go back so far that we have a common ancestor. Like, we didn't come from apes. It's that yeah. apes and us came from a common ancestor that no longer exists. So we're not directly related to them. They're like cousins of ours, <laughs> so to speak. So, but there are, for every animal that exists, there's about a hundred more that don't. Like, they evolved randomly, right? So let's say that we had a common ancestor that... Um, randomly turned into a hundred different forms of itself and 99 of those died and one survived you know and then that happened again not you know you know just random mutations happen you know 99 of them are useless but one of them is good you know and propels it forward so they use the example of like you know polar bears uh you could say they're evolved from brown bears you know they you know brown bears either moved up to the arctic um but some of them had this random mutation which um you know most animals have most mammals um i forget what you call it so the word i was looking for right here was albinoism and albinoism is results from the inheritance of a recessive gene um that basically causes the body not to be able to create uh, pigment, um, also known as melanin. Um, it, it's a condition that actually affects not just mammals, but all vertebrates, including humans. Um, so that was an example I was using for the brown bears. Um, but that adaptation in the Arctic was very good for survival. And so, you know, they had more offspring and survived at higher rates. And now you have polar bears, you know. That's a very, very limited form of it, but I don't know how we got off on that. <laughs> yeah, I say religion and the earth, but that all got to do with the earth. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So let me ask you this then. Um, what was your your background um, growing up as far as religion? Well, we grew up um, Christian, mm -hmm. but we went to a Baptist church. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I still, you know, in my car right now, I got a Bible, you know what I'm saying? It's the Christian Bible, or the Baptist, I guess. And, and I, like I said, I believe in God, but it's like, like how we was talking about the religion. Mm -hmm. I don't follow the right religion. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. But all I, all I know that, I know that there's, we came from somewhere. And there's no way that we're floating, basically floating in the middle of nowhere. 
Because you got to think about it. Space is space. That's where nowhere. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And when I was just talking to my friends about this, they like, man, they looking at me like, man, you all right? Like, you crazy? No. <laughs> why, why, why am I the only person that think about this? You see what I'm saying? Like, like why am I the only person that gets scared sometimes that we're in the air flowing and nobody can explain it? Yeah. I, I remember my mother, she was... um. Saying that she uh think that the earth is flat. Right? And I was saying, what if it's not an earth? What if what we see is what it is? You see what I'm saying? Like, if that's it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What if we really not floating? And you know what I'm saying? Well, like, what if this is all just made up? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like for real. Like well, this guy, um no, oh, go, ahead. Says, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, um, and, and this is this what I'm saying, like, this is why. This is why, like, like I said, I I kind of agree with y'all about the religion thing. I just believe, like I said, I just believe that there's a creator. I don't know, is is it a him, her? It could be a human being. You know what I'm saying? You know, I like I don't believe in aliens, cause cause you know why? Look at a sonogram. What does a sonogram look like? Look at an X-ray. What is the X? You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, all our conceptions of aliens just look like different forms of people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you our imagination so, just isn't that strong, I guess. <laughs> so, so, so if 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 there's an alien, then that means that when you having a baby, and you and you get that sonogram, that look just like the alien that they show us. How you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like <laughs> this is true though. Every every alien that we conceive of is somehow related to some animal or creature that we see, you know. Well, I mean, there are animals that exist that are so strange that they look alien, but... <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I think... I, I do find, like... I forget what they call it. Cosmology, I guess? when The study of space? Or, yeah. um, you know, it is pretty interesting that... Um, it, is, it, it is beyond... Um, understanding to a certain degree okay so i remember i was looking at one of the people i love on that subject is um neil neil degrasse tyson he talks about it and um that show cosmos if you've ever seen that yeah yeah yeah. so before you yeah and he does these lectures or whatever so one of the things that's really like mind-blowing to me is the idea of like the speed of light has like a a set nothing can travel faster than the speed of light and um so we can see stars and galaxies up to a point um out into the knowable universe they say because light travels at a a certain speed that's how we kind of know how long the universe has been there because that's how far we can see because since the beginning of everything that's how far light has come back to us to see it you know so we live in a bubble in a sense um i forget what it is like 13.9 billion years or something like that because wherever that light came from that's as far as we can see out and what's beyond that we have no idea because light while travels so fast the universe is probably infinite and we have no idea what's beyond that point because light hasn't traveled out to that point yet (laughs) um how long they say it take the sun to get here um, I'm not sure. It's basically, you know, the way they said it was like, you know, you have the the Big Bang, an expansion, and then, you know, gases form and stars 
form and then they explode and they form and they explode over and over and over again and so our sun is like a third or fourth generation star so i forget how old that is but um yeah let's just say it's it's fairly new <laughs> in the cosmos of everything yeah might be four billion years old or something like that i don't remember but um for a star or whatever it's it's pretty new um but either even that is just beyond our understanding we're so minuscule compared to all that i think that it it does require a certain amount of like wonder and mystery and um you know respect you know to say like i don't know you know i have no idea <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me either yeah, that, I mean, and that, that's. Oh, go ahead, D. Go ahead. Like with uh, you know, like with the whole Earth thing, like the Earth is supposedly over sixty-five million years old, or yeah. no, dinosaurs are supposed that it existed sixty-five million years ago. But like, let it like, like biblically, I guess everything's been around for over two thousand or something like that. Yeah. So it was like, where did dinosaurs come into play? Right. <laughs> like, are dinosaurs something made up or? Were there really dinosaurs roaming the earth at one point? Right. Like, I mean, and even like with apes, apes are so human. Like, if you really pay attention to them, it's crazy. It's scary how human like an ape is. The yeah. ape does stuff like us. Yeah. And, you know, you think about it, it's, I mean, yeah, why are there still apes here? But then it's like, it doesn't seem too far-fetched. I think religion and science, you know, I think some of it is bullshit with both, and a lot of it has a point, too. Yeah. Because, like, how did we get here? Was there, was it God? Did we just evolve? Like, we really will never have them questions answered because, you know, it's always going to be that debate between science and religion. And I think that's going to go on forever, but, you know, it's still fun to talk about because... You know, it's interesting opinions. Yeah. yeah. I feel like they both wrong. They both wrong because don't nobody know. You see what I'm saying? I right. think the science, the science, um, Scientology thing is wrong and the religion is wrong. Yeah. You know, like, 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 they, somebody was telling me, um, no, I was listening to, uh, the brilliant idiots. Idiots podcast, Charlemagne joint, and they said that the people call the Bible uh, basic instructions before leaving Earth. That's okay. what they call it, you know. And I can kind of agree with that, you know. And then another thing I was thinking about, like, like with life, I had a okay, my cousin, she died in a car accident. Um, uh, you know, I'm talking, you know, I'm talking with Tia, right? She died yeah. in a car accident. I had a, I had a dream when I was in jail, right. And she had came to me in my dream, and she was talking to me. And I'm looking at her like, "Yo, she's supposed to be dead, right?" And then she looking at me. She, I'm scared. I'm terrified. You know what I'm saying? And then she looking at me like, "What's wrong?" Like she, she's starting to get scared. And I'm, and I'm like, um, in my dream, I'm like, uh, and you know, it's me, some other. I think it's Sharia and all. Like, like we all around her. And she just kept um saying, "Well, where where Delmar at? Where Delmar at?" And I'm like, "Um, um, let me call him. You know what I'm saying? So she can talk to him." And you know, Delmar was just so happy to see his wife that he didn't even want to tell her that she was dead. You know what I'm saying? 
it, and it's like like and then when I had that dream it made me think like do we ever really die you see what I'm saying like 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 do we do we really die or do is it just like um to us to us who are alive like we we don't see that person no more so we think we dead but maybe in their mind they you know maybe they keep going you see what I'm saying they keep living their life but we just don't see them no more yeah. And that's all like when they was talking about, like ghosting. It's not like maybe maybe it really is like that where your life continue even after you've gone, but you don't know. Yeah. You right. might die a million times, you know what I'm saying? But but we don't know. Just like just like we don't know if there's really a God. We you know, we don't know if we're really if floating in there. Huh? Or hell. Like even like with the you know, the biggest thing that get me about religion is the devil. You know, biblically, they say he was punished by God. They say, he, for one, he was an angel that was punished by God for thinking he was better than Jesus or some stupid shit like that, and that he was sent to hell as a punishment. So, I mean, if he was sent to hell as a punishment, how the hell did he become so powerful? Like, how? Like, how did he become so powerful if he was sent down to hell for a punishment? Right. And, you know... It's so much bullshit that goes on in this world. I believe this is hell we're living in. I believe the afterlife is finally like a peace of mind. And, you know, I don't think it's this golden gate or pearly gate or whatever. I just think heaven, whatever heaven is, is a peaceful place where you don't get hurt. You don't hurt nobody. You just have peace with yourself. Yeah. Well, that would be. The and thing. it's like. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. This is George Clinton's song. Um, it's called Free Your Mind. It's like actually invoke the invoke song Free Your Mind. They actually got it from the George Clinton song. It's like Free Your Mind and Your Ass Will Follow. The kingdom of heaven is within. And you know, like now, like hearing that, I'm really starting to take it in the heart that, you know, I think us as people create our own peace. But we so stuck on our own bullshit that, you know, a lot of people never will find peace within themselves. And I think if once you find peace within yourself, you can find peace in the whole world. You can find a, a peaceful solution to it, just about any and everything. So, you know, I mean, it's weird saying it, but, you know, I'm really starting to believe it, that once you find peace, like everything just be smooth sailing. And I believe that in life, and I believe that's even how death is. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I was going to say is that um, I think, you know, religion definitely serves a purpose in some people's lives. And to me, it's yeah. like, if it no longer serves you, I think it's just a general principle in life. If it no longer serves you, it's, it's time to let it go. And that was kind of true for me. Like, religion was good for me for a long time. And when I realized, yeah. like, I had more questions than it was giving me answers, I said, it's time for me to let this go, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to dissuade anyone from their faith. If it's making you feel good and happy if it's making you productive because i know lots of people who are then good for you you know and that's you know that's how i look at it um and like like i said i don't try to convince anyone of anything and i'm trying to keep anyone from convincing me <laughs> i mean I, right. I, don't, I don't mind being convinced as long as it's um you know something i can understand i guess and then not try to demean me because i don't understand the way that you look at the world you know like through the, the lens of faith, you know, because it's like, well, right. you, you know, you just have to have faith. I'm like, 
I, I need a little evidence. I like a little. No, I'm just saying. I, no, I'm just saying. I, I, I really do want to have a little, you know, evidence to go along with my, uh, you know, for the things that I believe in. Um, and some people don't. That's all. I, you know, that was about it. Do Do you um like? How do you think that we got here? Um, I don't know. Um, you know, the, the, the scientific explanation is backed up by evidence, but even they don't know. I mean, they, they can go back to a certain point, um, up to the point of like proteins, you know, molecules turning into proteins, turning into, but we don't know how that happened. So, um, I guess the point for me is, do I need to know, you know, does that really um, affect my daily life? Do I really need to know where I came from? No, not really. I just need to know where I'm going, what I need to do to get there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, it's interesting, for sure. I just don't know. Um, let's put it this way. Whether God exists or God doesn't exist, I still got to, you know, pay this phone bill, right? So, <laughs> so uh, like, it, just like or like no if god helps me pay the phone bill i'm, a, I'm all for it <laughs> like, like yeah like if i if i yeah if i that was that's what would make me a believer if i got down on my knees and i prayed and god gave me some money i'd be like fuck yeah this religion thing is awesome <laughs> like yeah so yeah I'm, yeah if that yeah, so that does work for some people. Some people swear by it. Yeah. Like they pray and they make, they get the money, and they're you know, like more power to them, right? Like my thing about that too is like you know, people put so much emphasis on what God can do. Like oh my God, oh like me, I I, I passed the police exam, so now I got an agility test coming up. Now you know it's people that's gonna break. Oh dear God, dear God, please let me pass this exam. And it's like, you know, that was really up to you if you're gonna pass it or not, because it's up to you to get your ass in shape. It's up to you to go running, doing push-ups and sit-ups. Just like with a job. You know, God, please let me do good and make money. It's really gonna it's really up to you because what you do defines what happens to you. That's yeah. how I feel about it. A lot of people want to slack off and then hope they get that promotion. Yeah. But they want to, you know, they want to, they want to eat the refrigerator, but, oh, dear God, please let me get skinny. So you got to put that work in. Yeah. No doubt. You really got to put that work in. You got to, like, learn how to depend on yourself before you can depend on a holy being, so to speak. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest misconception between praying to God for, for help and praying to God for like strength or whatever. Yeah. Like I believe oh, God give me the strength to get through this. Or like with the whole agility test. Like I could pray, God, please don't let me get injured because I know I got it. But you know, I'm not gonna be like, oh, please let me run faster. That's all gonna be up to me. Yeah. And I think, you know, most people who I know who are religious or spiritual kind of um, you know, have that mindset for the most part. Um, but yeah, there are those few who don't. And that's the thing. I think the prayer, you know, takes a little bit of the burden off of yourself, you know, 
and realize you know, like you have certain things that you can control and then there are things that are out of your control. And so you pray to God to help you with those things that are out of your control. You know, and that way you don't have to worry about them because you can't do anything about it anyway. So you say, I'm going to put that in God's hands and you know, focus on the things I can control. And so I think if you believe in God, that probably is helpful um, to say, well, I don't have... I don't have these things that are out of my control, you know, handled, but God does. That's why I, I wanted to discuss religion, because I know, you know, even if we all did believe, mm -hmm. it, you know, we all still will have, have different opinions, you know, regardless. Like, even if we all did believe in God, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's going to always be a different opinion, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't we all might be wrong, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I would think. I think. That's the most likelihood because there are so many different religions. All of them can't be right, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, <laughs> so. we all might be wrong. You know, I'm just like, you know, I like, I pray. Listen, I pray every time I drink something. Yeah. Like, if you see me, because you see I was drinking the juice, mm -hmm. you might see my eyes closed. I'm doing a silent prayer. You know what I'm saying? Like, I pray every every day I wake up. I pray before I go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? The first thing, what's, what's the first thing you do when you get up? Um... First thing I do is probably stretch. <laughs> get a, stretch, oh, get some water. Get a stretch, get some water, and then I actually do have like uh, music. I try to find something. I go to um, Apple Music and try to find something new to listen to. And like the first thing I do when I get up is uh is grab my phone. Hmm. Grab my phone, right? Just just to see if somebody called me. Yeah. And after that, I, I go in. But but before I do that, I got my phone in my hand and I'm praying. <laughs> Lord, thank you for letting me live to see another day. I thank you, Lord, for everything. I love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. I pray, man. It ain't, it ain't no long. It's not no long uh, prayer. It's just thank you for letting me live to see another day. That, that's it. Yeah, that was that, it, I think that is a really good thing. Like, because um, I was, like I said, I was reading about some of the benefits of it. One of the major ones is, you know, being grateful for the things you have. You know, you can't appreciate what you have if you don't actually acknowledge it. Yeah. And just be grateful that it's there. You know, I have to remind myself. I actually have a little app called Day One on my phone, and it can. Um, it's a journaling app, and it reminds you to do things. So I. At 10 in the morning, it reminds me to make a list of the things I want to get accomplished for the day. Yeah. And then at 10 at night, it um, prompts me to thank, you know, be grateful for the things that did happen. You know, gratitude is a big deal. You know, like you were saying, the prayer of saying just thank you for having this phone this day, waking up, you know. That is an important aspect of being a happy person, <laughs> you know. Um, whether or not you believe in God or not, I think it's a good practice. Absolutely, like, like, like with me, like I, I, um, like I said, I don't know, I don't know what's real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I just thank God regardless. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it may not be a God. You see what I'm saying? But I just like. Yeah, but I think know, on top of that, like you were saying about um, your friend dying, like how religion helps people deal with death you know i don't know anyone who i remember there was this this idea that they said there is no atheist in a foxhole 
type deal. Uh, that everyone at some point is going to start pray to God. You know, if you're on an airplane and it starts shaking, like, oh God, help me. <laughs> you might not even really believe, but when you are really scared of death, man, yeah, God comes real, real fast. <laughs> <laughs> but but you thinking about it, like like that's true though. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like really, people really, you know, when things go wrong, people pray, man. Yeah, they do. And you know, I mean, not even say, not even pray, but you know, God, please don't let me die. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah. like you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's just, it's just, man, like, it's just natural. Yeah, it's a natural thing. Like, you know, like I'm telling you, like I, I believe in God heavy, man. I'm yeah, heavy, but I don't jump down on nobody that don't believe. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's actually cool that we both don't believe because. And make the whole conversation interesting, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 I'm like, man, I believe you. Like, I believe oh, I- too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Man, what do we got to talk about, dude? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it, it's well, it's kind of cool because, and like you said, you not totally saying like you don't really believe, but it's just you know you got your different beliefs. But yeah, well, I wanted you to tell me a little. Do you um? I guess the church you attended were was it like a central part of your life or you know do you do you still like um, go to church? The only reason why I don't go to church now is because I uh, I work on Sundays. Yeah. And I work, you know, they got Bible study on Wednesday, Thursday, and I work Wednesday and Thursday, so yeah, it'd be kind of hard. But you know, I just feel like this, like like my belief is if you got God in your heart, man, like just you know. You don't have to be in church every Sunday, every, you know. Yeah. I always yeah. thought that, you know, going to church was a good thing because, you know, you have a community of people that you can depend on. You know, if it's a good church, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, I still, even though I don't go to church, I still communicate with the people I went to church with for years. Yeah. And um, I might still go. I mean, I, um, you know, I met, it's been about five years since I went, but, um, but I still talk to the people and, you know, celebrate their birthdays and go, you know, um, you know, they might have some get togethers here and there. But, yeah, I mean, like the, the churches, I think, is a good community building type um, institution, you know, yeah. like when we were talking about uh, Black Lives Matter in the first episode, um, you know, most of the civil rights era, you know, uh, civil rights movement came out of the church you know because it was the center of the black community um and so i think even if um even if it's not the same you know even though it might not have that same place now i think it deserves that respect you know yeah to say that it was central to our community i mean because you gotta think about like like it's it's a lot see it's so much going on in the church too like yeah know how he like so much corruption and you know and and that kind of make people don't believe they be like man i'm believing in this but this happened in you know what i'm saying in the church so yeah so i, I mean i get it and yeah why why some people don't believe but you know I, I just believe like okay like okay when i was doing truck when i started doing truck driving right mm-hmm. i sort of got filled on all these applications nobody called me back 
And, you know, I'm like, man, God, please help me, man. You know, because I didn't want to, you know, I, I wanted to, you know, drive trucks. So I'm like, God, please help me. Yeah. I'm thinking like, man, nothing is going right. Then I, I said, God, please help me. But while I'm saying, God, please help me, I got up and, and you know, did what I had to do, you know, to, to find me a job. It yeah. wasn't, I'm saying, God, please help me. And I'm just like, oh, well, God going to help me. So let me just sit here and not go fill out no applications. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, see, it, it's like, it's, it's different ways of faith because some people believe in God, but then you just think that God going to do everything for you. Yeah. No, no, no. You can believe in God, but man, you need to get up and do what you need to do and, and you know, go out here and find you a job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you praying for God. All you doing, I mean, when you praying to God, okay, cool. But, but God, man, God ain't going to sit up here and get the job for you. <laughs> you know, God's going to be like, man, listen, man, what, what you think this is? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, come on, man. Like, you think that I'm just going to go out here and do this for you? And, you no, know, that's how I feel like, man. Yeah. I, I prayed, I prayed. I'm telling you, like, I prayed, man. I really prayed, man. And it, it just was like, but I got up, you know, I got up and, and did what I had to do for me. Like, it wasn't just, you know, thinking that I'm just going to be like, okay, well, you know what? I prayed to God and God going to do this for me. Yeah. Ah, God, like, okay, you know what? He got up and did it. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I got that job, you know, I mean, prayer, me, me praying probably gave me strength to do it. You see what I'm saying? Right. Me, me praying, you know, man, gave me strength to do it. And then, I mean, I look at it like that. Like, if I wouldn't have got up and did nothing for myself, then what did I expect? Right. I mean, you can't pray and say, God, do this and God, do that. But then you're not doing nothing for yourself. Right. Yeah. No, I think that's a major thing is the um, the motivation to do something and then feel good about it, too. Um, yeah. I thought about that with just, like, uh, simple menial tasks. I... I hate to use the word lazy, but I'm definitely lazy about cleaning up and <laughs> doing laundry and washing dishes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but there are times when, if I have a certain purpose, I enjoy doing it. You know, yeah. Like I'm, um, for instance, if I'm getting ready for company or something, like I want my space to be nice. You know, and so if I'm doing that, it's like, yeah. Or if I just put myself in a certain mind state. Um, even if I'm not having company, I say I want it nice for myself. And for instance, like I got this microphone, and for whatever reason, I had to reorganize my whole desk for the microphone. And I look <laughs> at my desk, and I'm like, God damn, this desk is junky. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know like something like this nice. This microphone is too nice to sit on this junky ass desk. Let me clean it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's crazy because yeah. the microphone made you notice. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I didn't even notice it. Yeah, so. I don't know. Like, I, I definitely feel like, um, you know, there are, there's definitely a, uh, a certain privilege to believing in God, you know? Like, it, you know, if you're a truly faithful person and it's working for you, then, yeah, you're blessed. I can see it. I, I'm not that blind to it, you know? Um, I just know that, for me, that's not going to do it, you know? And I don't need someone to try to convince me that it will. I, I definitely have my own ways of doing it, you know, and uh, I'm going to struggle, but I'll figure it out, you know. <laughs> I don't have to. You know, it's like, yeah. It's like, um, I kind of see what you're saying because you basically, like, 
either way you got to do it. So, yeah, exactly. So either way you got to do it, but she's like, you know, but you know, you know that you can pray to God all you want, but if you're not doing nothing for yourself, then what do you expect? Yeah, and I think if you're praying to God and you don't believe, what good does that do? Yeah, you, yeah. Can't, you can't fake it. Yeah, you can't fake it. I could pray all day, but like, well, I said my prayers. If you don't believe it. You don't, you don't want to be fake about it. Right, exactly. So, and yeah. and it's like like with me, like, I mean, yeah, my faith's strong, but I still do wrong, you know what I'm saying? I still yeah. temptations and, you know, I, man. You yeah. know, so I'm not sitting acting like, oh, you know, I believe in God. So, you know, I'm just don't, I'm just so... A saint, man. I ain't no saint. I'm far from a saint. Yeah. You know, I still, you know, I still listen to my music. Like I don't cuss a lot. Like you see, you don't hear me cuss. I don't cuss a lot, but you know, I cuss sometimes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I get mad. I, man, listen, I go off. <laughs> like, like you know what I'm saying? But it ain't, it ain't, it ain't like a lot. But you know, I still do wrong sometimes. So I'm not. Trust me, I ain't no saint at all. Yeah. I'm. I'm far from the saint, man. But you know, I just, I just like you know when I, when I needed it, my faith helped me. You know, helped me through. You know, like times I wanted to give up. Like I had, listen, like I never been the type of person um, that wanted to kill myself, right? Yeah. But then it was like, um, what was it? One time. Something was going on with me and my wife. I just, I was ready to give up. I was ready to just knock myself off. Yeah. And listen, that's not me. That's not me at all. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I prayed about it though. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know, I'm, I'm good. I'm still here. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm not the type of person to kill myself. No, like none of that. But I got, I was so depressed, man. Like I'm just tired. Like you know what I'm saying? I was ready to just give up and. You know, do what I had to do. Yeah. But see, my faith, my faith helped me through it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Faith, my faith helped me through it, and and I'm I'm not saying that say, oh, I'm telling you, Malcolm, if you believe, man, when, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying what helped me. Exactly. You know, you know, yeah, I, 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 you know, prayed about it. You know, I don't know, if God said nothing back and not, but you know what I'm saying? But just but he that definitely helped you. Yeah. He definitely helped me. Like, man, helped me a lot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because that faith, my faith. If I if I didn't have that faith, I'm telling you, I would have killed myself, man. Yeah, like, like real, like man, like man. Yeah, that's all I would say. Like, see what works for you and, and figure that out. Um, and uh, like I said, I think it is good that um, there's a community of people who you know you can turn to. You know, like if you are a part of a church. Um, you know, and their resources. I mean, they're to me, it, it it totally makes sense if it works. You know. Oh, now check this out. I was talking mm. to this guy, right? Mm. He said, he said, man, they, they tell you. He said they tell you to give give him, uh, put your money up to God or or something about you yeah. know to take your money. Yeah, it's tithing. He said, he said. So every time I get paid, I throw my money in the air, see how much God keep. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said, "He said the rest of it, I, I pick it up and put it in my pocket." <laughs> like this dude, a fool, man. Oh like, god, that's pretty good. But, but you gotta think about it. Like, 
You know, man, if God want my money, take it, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to put it in my pocket. The next voices you will hear in this recording is that of Derek Jones and Larry, a.k.a. DJ Not-So-Nice. Uh, this is from a re- recording for a future episode. Uh, but because we didn't have enough for the episode on the big ideas, um, I figured it would be a good idea to ask uh, our guests about religion and their backgrounds. And I'm hoping that you'll join us for future episodes where we'll have an extended conversation with both of these guests. Yeah, I just, no, my, my parents were um, pretty much devote churches, God and Christ, saved, sanctified, and filled with the precious Holy Ghost. <laughs> they were. Yeah. That's not what I am. <laughs> now, how, what's your um, thoughts on religion, though? On uh, religion, um, you know what? Being a gay black male, it has driven me to a whole nother different direction. Mm. <laughs> you know, say, say them words right there. <laughs> because you know they've always screamed that you're going to hell, and you know all God loves everybody, and then they confuse you with you're going to hell, and if He loves everybody, and I'm going to hell, I must not be anybody type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I, I'm, religion and me are kind of on the outs. Yeah. I believe there's a creator of some sort that, you know, has done some things, and um, I'm sure he's probably there with me um, at some point, but I don't know if there's really a, a heaven or a hell that I'm going to end up going to. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So, it's, it's still rather confusing, um, but what I do know is that I'm an okay person, I'm good with me, and they're good with me too because I have been blessed all through this life. Yeah, um, I, I don't believe that he's he's hated me in any kind of way. I'm supposedly made in his image. That means he was gay too. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is the thing I've said to some people was like, um, "What does your religion or spirituality do for you?" You know, because if it's not doing anything for you, I just I feel like it should be of some purpose. You know, because I'm I guess to me. A lot of times when we get into these conversations about religion and what God is, what he did, what he created and what he didn't, you know, what's good and what's evil, you know, well, how does that help me pay my phone bill? You know? Right. <laughs> and how does that help me get through my day? And so when someone talks about uh, when Jimmy and I were talking about, and he said about like he'd wake up praying and he'd, he'd pray about the things that he was grateful for. And I was like, that sounds like a great practice. I do that, too. I, I'm not praying to God, but I am. You're I'm, just praying. I am. You're praying to what's ever out there. Exactly. I'm saying, like, I, I'd make sure to put out positive energy and say, like, I am grateful to be alive. I'm grateful for this day. I'm grateful to learn, to have food to eat. You know, I make sure that all the good things in my life I pay attention to. You know, because you cannot be happy unless you acknowledge all the good things. You know, you, if you take it for granted, how can you possibly, you know, um, enjoy them? You know, I, I even pray for the bad things. Um, yeah. You know, because you have to. Because how do you know the good things if you don't have the bad things? Right. True. The contrast there, it has to be there. Yeah. Unfortunately, sometimes, especially when you're going through it. But, yeah. you know, on the other side, yeah, like it, you know, people who haven't struggled don't have that strength, you know. Right. And, um, to get through it. Um, it has been more than one situation that looked real fucked up and then when I came out on the other side I was like oh okay that's why I was supposed to do that right, right. and um, 
No, and, and like I said, as we were even having this conversation about um, the conversations about molestation and conversations with our parents and stuff like that, I was saying a little, um, saying some words of thanks that um, that you were sharing this with me, that we were able to record this right here. I always do it like a little words to myself, just like take a moment and just be in this moment and be like, thank you for this moment, <laughs> you know. Just be grateful. Be grateful. It really does make a difference. Um, and then take a hit of Hennessy. Hennessy. Well, for that too. <laughs> yeah. My grandmother had me in the church every Sunday. Really? I was, I guess, second generation. It's hard to say she was a generation. She started going there and then she took my mother and uncle there when they were kids. And then I started going there. I, I mean, and I started going there like I was there in kindergarten. They had a kindergarten class. So I was in kindergarten class there. So I grew up in that church. Uh, the minister's daughter is my age, Courtney. And so we were in kindergarten together. We we had been fast friends for a long time. Um, and here's kind of where the church let me down. Mm. So as I said, my father wasn't really around. And there was the uh, associate men- minister, uh, Randy Crawford, who turned out to be gay. I had no idea. Um but Randy was in charge of the youth ministry. Randy was always there for anybody who needed him to be there. Um, the the church used to own this cabin up in Michigan where they would take retreats. They'd have the men's retreat, the women's retreat, the couple's retreat. So I would, my grandmother would send me off to the men's retreat every year because, you know, I was going with a bunch of men from the church. You knew I was okay. Um, and I remember one year we were all sitting, because a lot of, like kids would go with their fathers or their grandfathers or whatever. So I just always kind of went by myself because I lived in a very matriarchal household. And so I was there one year. We were sitting around the campfire and Randy came and sat down next to me and he just hugged me because he knew I was feeling very much about myself. And that was a very strong and important moment for us. And later that year, he was murdered. And the story was that he... um that there was a break-in at his house and somebody beat him to death with a hammer. Yeah, and so they had his funeral and everything. And I remember that was the first time I'd ever gone to anybody's funeral and actually cried because I knew I was going to miss him. And I was only like 11, 12, something like that. Um, Years later, I found out that Randy was gay, that what had happened was he'd gotten into a situation with trade gone bad. Yeah. And, you know, that and, and got beat to death and the guy robbed him. And I've always said this was a man who was full of love. This was a man who was who was full of caring and understanding. And this was a man who was not allowed to be who he was because of the job that he wanted to do. And how is that okay? And maybe, just maybe, if we had gotten over ourselves and allowed him to be who he was, he wouldn't have been taking trade home. And I know that's a very simplistic way to look at it. I know that's a very childlike childlike way to look at it. But 
again, in having grown up as a black gay man myself, you know, I recognize there are people who would rather, you know, I follow this path over here as opposed to this path over here. But you got to be you. Yeah. The only reason I'm not against Christianity is because of so many good Christians that I met, you know, that there are so many good people who are in this system who grew up in it, who are loving people. And, you know, I see that the system doesn't really serve them, you know, in, in the way that they they want to be there for other people. And so even though I'm not in church anymore, you know, I still have the like, church family that still comes around all the time, you know, and, you know, they're good people. Um I just can't get with what they're, you know, <laughs> yeah, into. Right, right, and it seems like they're they're not pushing. You know, they're like, we're here, you know, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> and uh, you know, like for instance, I the funny thing is, I, my mom had her birthday this week. Um, she turned. She's 70. a Virgo, yay! yeah. <laughs> yeah, she turned seventy three, and um, it's funny. Like, even though I'm not a churchgoer, I'm like, I wish she would go to church. It's something like old women should do <laughs> it just feels like she needs to wow. go i know it sounds awful but it does you call your mama old she is she's old. okay she gonna whoop your ass no, no. <laughs> i tell her all the time i call it the um the old lady shuffle i call it that because she she'll say she's old i'm like well if you're gonna say you're old you go know, because <laughs> she's like you're going too fast stop rushing me it's like come on old lady you gotta go <laughs> that is hilarious <laughs> but no she's great and um yeah but she doesn't go to church and i don't you know i can't understand why even though it's like she's a believer or whatever she played for my church she was a musician for years you know and after she retired she's just like i don't if i can't do the music i don't want to be a part of it you know and that a was her people, a lot of people only go to church for the music yeah like like when you go to church like definitely a uh a, a, like a baptist church Man, they be in there jamming, man. Yeah. <laughs> like for real. Like some people, man, they be there for for the music, man. When the music go off, they be sitting with act like they go into the bathroom and leave. <laughs> <laughs> some people don't want to hear the preacher, man. That is so true. So yeah. funny. They're there for the like, praise, pra- not for the worship. They say it's a praise and worship service. Like Well, yeah. I said the time if the music had been like it is today in church, when I was going to church, I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't be there. Yeah. Mm. It's like what now? Yeah, my church <laughs> wasn't. My church wasn't like that. We had an organ and a piano. That yeah, was we, we had an organ and we had the piano and and we had uh, the drums. No, and my the drums. Co- the, the drums were too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> and we had the drums, and you know they even played some. They they was doing that. Uh, the Clark Sisters back then. Okay. So you know we had that kind of sound, and, and who else? Uh, uh, Tremaine Hawkins. You know, and Walter Hawkins, you know, that sound was just coming about. And um, right when that happened is right when I left the church. Now we have your Dietrich Haddons that are singing. I don't know. You could go to the club with it. <laughs> it's you know? funny that you mentioned that. Like it, It's giving me flashbacks of that show, The Get Down, we were talking about it before. Oh, that's a good show. You, did, you saw it? Yeah. Where they, um, what was the name what? of that song they made where it was... Um, they took some disco. Set me, set me, set free. me free. Yeah. Is that the one in the beginning where the girl was singing? Or 
I think it's toward the end, but it's don't, funny. Like, don't say it, don't say it, because I ain't seen all of it yet. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> first episode, man. I watched some. I'm still on the first episode. So. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, the the father who's like a preacher. Yeah, yeah, he was tripping, man. Yeah, yeah. He's a good actor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love him. Yeah, um, yeah like, something Escovito. Yeah. Oh, he played on. Um, he played on. Uh, Break Bad. Yeah, he was Gus Gusterson. Yeah. Yeah, he used to be one of um, Spike Lee boy. Spike Lee's, yeah. Oh, he played in Do the Right Thing, right? He was in Do the Right Thing. He was in um, uh, what's the what's what's Radio Raheem? Let's do the right thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's do the right thing. And what's the other um, School Days? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember uh, what's the name? Licked his part. But yeah, I mean, there was the scene. I guess early on, without spoiling anything, later on was you know his daughter wanted to sing. Yeah, I seen that scene. Yeah, and um, the little funner. Yeah, so I hear you here singing secular music, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it was just cute. And um, it was at the dinner table. Yeah, yeah, I saw that part. <laughs> yeah, but that's as far as I've gotten yet. So yeah, once you get once you get through the first episode, the rest of them will go by a lot quicker. They really do. That first episode is is kind of hard to sit through. Yeah, it's just it's not edited that well. But what's that hard to sit through? It's just that uh, um, I don't have a whole lot of time to watch it. Yeah, gotcha. That's the problem with me. Yeah, but I'm gonna get it because it's really good. And actually, there's another documentary on there that's really really good. It's called the '70s. Hmm. It's one about the '60s. There's one about the '70s, and I think there's one about the '80s. Yeah, and um, and it's all done through television. Oh, okay. Oh, the things that on were Netflix. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Okay. It's great. It's like the 60s and 70s and the 80s. Yeah. And they talk about the different um uh the different years. There's like 10 episodes. So every year is different stuff that's going on um in that year. Yeah, in that year through television though. Mm. It's all yeah. total television. It's very very cool. You'll check it out. Yeah, I will. I will. But yeah, that, yeah, I was just I guess going off on another tangent. <laughs> Um, church music and you know it just reminded me of that um yeah i wish i had been going to church at a time where i could go out to the club saturday night and hear something and then hear it again sunday morning yeah well, <laughs> you can do that now and it's, and it's non and it's non-masters at work form right it's just a matter of the setting you're in and the little lilt of the music you add a beat and then it's like this hot joint in the club <laughs> <laughs> it's house music. Uh, it's called gospel house. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really a cool genre too. So yeah, but yeah, thank you, thank you, sounds of blackness. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, so that was my thing, I guess. Um, but yeah, no, it's something I've I kind of struggled with, like religion and, and so forth. And um, you know, it's funny. Um, I think I know exactly when I lost my religion. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I t- really told this story too many times, but I had a couple of cats that I really loved. I had since I was little kids, and they they got really really old. And one oh, day, actual cats, actual cats, <laughs> black cats. They were both uh, Simba and Samantha. Okay, Simba obviously from The Lion King, and Samantha from Sex and the City, which was like one of my favorite shows. But anyway, um, and they died like within days of each other, and I was just broken down. And then, um, and then it was like the anniversary of 9-11, which is actually coming up really soon. And yeah. someone posted this um, picture of um, like one of the T-beams from the World Trade Center. 
and they were talking about like making a cross out of it like a memorial like you know and then someone made a joke meme it was some atheist being an asshole but i found it funny and it was like you know sorry i killed three thousand people here's a cross hope it makes it all better wow (laughs) and it led me down this rabbit hole of like atheist comedy and i started laughing and i thought it's iron the irony was it was comedy that made me lose my religion <laughs> because I, I can't take it seriously anymore. Like when they started making fun of it, I was like, Oh yeah, this is stupid. <laughs> I started laughing. At it. I was like, I'm taking it because it's not stupid. It's, it's just that I was struggling with how is a beneficent, you know, a beneficent God allowing all this pain, you know, how is, you know, and I'm struggling with all these issues. And I was like, Oh, right. It's just bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and, just like, and I laughed, and I just let it go, and I was so happy. And I was like, "Oh, yeah, got, and you have to know, and you have to ask that question. I mean, how many millions of people taken away from their motherland? How many millions of people died in their motherland? Yeah, and um, yeah, and that you know, and all that was okay, right? Yeah, I was having that conversation with someone who saw you know Schindler's List, you know, and seeing how you know struggling through like how could a beneficent god allow this to happen yeah so it's a good question and you know a lot of people just let the answer go but that's me you know that's what i was trying to get at like when i say that about myself and me struggling with it myself i wouldn't want to take the comfort that religion gives to other people away for anything you know i was just saying i went through this journey and this was the answer that i found you know and um you know, and I realized like those memes or whatever were kind of dickish. I'll say it, I'll be the first one to say like I wouldn't post those. I see people who do, and it was like it is kind of a an asshole thing to do, and I'm trying not to uh, not trying to be an asshole. <laughs> so um, yes, all of my assholeness is completely by accident. I never do that shit on purpose. <laughs> and that brings us to the end of episode four. If you'd like to learn more about Jimmy and the Brain, visit our show page at jimmyandthebrain.com. There you'll find links to all of our episodes and information from behind the scenes. I hope you'll join us next week. We'll actually have our guest on from the end of this episode for episode five. And um, make sure to give us a five-star rating on iTunes or whichever podcast app that you listen to us on. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back at you next week. Peace.